Alrighty, hello party people. Welcome back to another episode of Blizzard Hours. So sorry for the wait for this new episode. Life has just been lifing a little too hard in my personal opinion, but it's okay. We're getting through it. We are absolutely girl bossing. Um, just a few things have been happening recently that have kind of knocked me off my kilter. I think I've stretched myself a tad bit too thin and that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. And so essentially what's going on? Also, I'm recording this while curling my hair. So if you hear a small side noise is that's kind of what's going on. But if you're getting ready, then I'm getting ready and like we're getting ready together. And I don't know, I think part of that is really cute. Um, but I don't know how much I've updated you guys. It's, I feel like it's been about a month since we've talked. And the explanation for that is that the job I was telling you guys about, I got the job, but I didn't quit my other job. And honestly, I didn't really go down in hours at the other job either. And I'm still a senior in college. So I was, I had a pretty full plate to say the least, and just my creative like side hobbies, such as this podcast, just didn't really fit into my list of what I was able to prioritize with work and with school and everything like that. And so I did fall behind on the pod, and people were telling me too, people being like, sandwich my mom, you know, the usual, but they were like, dude, you need to put out another episode, like I'm waiting for another episode, and I was just like, I can't, like, I have recorded other episodes, I have recorded other episodes, I just hate how they turned out, and I'm not willing to, well, I'm willing to publish something that isn't perfect, I'm not willing to publish something I'm not moderately proud of, and that just seemed to be the case with those things, and so I don't want to put those out for you guys, but um, since I got the job, I had the job for about a month, it was for sure a learning experience and I use the term past tense because as of yesterday I had to quit said job because of um, just a little a little damper I don't know if I'm actually allowed to talk about it I feel like I very easily could but um, also I just don't know if I'm ready to talk about it quite so publicly yet and so give me a week and Maybe I'll talk about it on the next episode, but essentially, um, some things just came up and I'm unable to get to work, unable to like, uh, perform the tasks implied with the job and this issue that came up that's making it so that I had to quit, I feel like very easily could be interpreted as, oh my God, this is horrible. Like everything's falling apart. I can't do anything like, um, just like it could be interpreted as a really awful situation and I'm having to really take a step back because I have a very workhorse mentality of if I'm not working if I'm not accomplishing something then I'm accomplishing nothing and like I can't relax I can't do a lot of like chill things I have to second guess if I'm like willing to go out with friends and stuff because I just don't feel like I'm deserving of a good time and so it's just like as we can tell by 
the lack of episodes recently. Um, but I'm having to really put my brain in the passenger seat and lay back and really just acknowledge that everything happens for a reason. And while the reason might be unclear, although I don't think it is, I think the reason's very clear. Um, but while it could be unclear why everything is happening in the particular way that it's happening, there is a reason and it'll come to light eventually. As of right now, I think that the issues arising in my life are happening in order to really show me that I need to take that backseat, I need to put my brain to the side, and I need to not stretch myself so thin. Um, especially being in the last literal month of college, like, and potentially the last month I live here in San Diego, potentially not. Um, once again, everything will work out how it's meant to work out, and I'll put in all the effort to make sure it works out in the favor that I prefer, but at the end of the day, like, things don't always happen the exact way you want them to, and we have to just roll with the punches, um, and so I'm, I'm rolling. I am rolling as hard as I can. So today we're going to be talking all about limits, boundaries, everything along those lines, and I wanted to give that little backstory of what's been going on in my life. I know it wasn't a lot of detail, and if you know, you know, but um, maybe I'll be comfortable talking about it next week. I'm just not there yet, but it is very much brought to light how important limits are and respecting your body's boundaries and respecting your mental health boundaries and everything like that. And while it would make sense that I can just push through everything as hard as possible and it'll get done, it's not always the best way to do it. And once again, if you know me, you'll know that admitting that I might be wrong is not um, something I'm super comfortable with. So if this is all coming out super awkwardly, I have to admit that that's probably why. But let's get into it. Now you know why it's on my mind. So let's talk about what I mean by everything. Today's song of the week is going to be I Want It All by Coin. I think it's very indicative of everything that we're going to be talking about today and it's just a certified banger i found it recently and i really enjoy it and then coin is in all caps but um go ahead listen to the song i hope you like it um i hope you guys like the songs of the week because i do really like listen through all my music and get excited about which ones i get to share with you guys so i hope you enjoy it so starting off with physical limits and your body, listening to your body, your physical body, not just your mind. Um, I, as you guys know, really enjoy going to the gym. I love to lift a big heavy circle and that's like my preferred form of exercise. So I do that. I try and incorporate cardio. I try and do all that stuff, but it's just not as enjoyable to me. So it doesn't happen as often, which is fine. Like it happens, you know, do it, listen to your body, do what your body needs, but also push yourself. And that, that is the issue right there. I always think that it is the best idea to push yourself and to get the most done possible. Meanwhile, it, you could very well go to the gym and walk a mile and have it be an entirely worthwhile gym visit. And for some reason in my head, that is just not how that works. I feel like 
if I'm at the gym, I have to go super hard or it doesn't count. And so I'm like constantly trying to push myself to either hit a PR or um, at least rep out my max on anything. And I think it's causing my relationship with the gym, not my relationship with my body quite yet, but my relationship with the gym to be a little more competitive than I wanted it to be when I initially started going. And while I don't think it's directly affecting my relationship with my body, I'll admit I do get super frustrated with the fact that I'm pushing myself to such extreme extents and I'm not seeing the results that the quad billion drillion quadillion girlies on TikTok are from doing like a single hit workout, you know? Or from like making their entire job working out. And so I say it and I say it often and I need to be reminded of it because I think it's the best phrase. But there's a phrase that I use all the time. I don't know if I've said it on the pod yet, but it is comparison is the thief of joy. And I mean this with every fiber of my being when I say that you will never be happy if you're always looking at where you are in comparison to others. So with this whole gym thing, I get so hard on myself about how I should be pushing more weight or how I should look a different way or how my form isn't as good as the girl next to me or the girl online or any person, typically someone I don't even know. And I always just get caught up in comparing myself to these people who I know nothing about. I don't know if they've been doing this for fucking years. I have no idea if they have a personal trainer helping them through all of this. I have no idea if they did the three sets that I see on the small TikTok video and then stopped and that's why their form looks so good because they're not exhausted. I know none of these as well as the fact that I don't seek out the knowledge of if that is the case or not. And so it's just putting myself in such a predicament because At the end of the day, I'm not any of these other people and I have to listen to my body and I have to listen to what feels right for me. If I'm pushing weight and I'm not feeling it where I should be feeling it, I can just go down and wait. But a part of me is like, no, I have to keep going. I have to keep pushing this weight even if I don't feel it in the right place because it's embarrassing to be pushing less weight than the 110 pound girl next to me. But it's fucking not. And you should listen to your body because it's your body and it's gonna tell you exactly what you need and so by putting your ego my ego sorry not trying to project here but by putting my ego in front of my body's well-being I'm only harming myself my ego can grow and heal a lot faster than my ACL you know what I'm saying like There is, it is understandable why we do this and why we compare ourselves and everything like that. Because at the end of the day, we're just little guys. We're just humans, you know? Like, we make mistakes. We're predisposed to do certain things that aren't in our best interest. But we need to take a step back and ask ourselves, why are we doing this? Why am I comparing myself to this person? If I keep comparing myself to this person, or any person, because there is always another person to compare yourself to, I'm never going to be happy with the progress I'm making, because these people aren't me. And so, yesterday, 
after the whole issue, um, so like two days after the whole issue, I went to the gym because I was just fucking fuming. I was so angry about some of the aspects of the situation going on. And I felt like I could genuinely throw a man, th like a full grown man through a brick wall. I was livid. And so I was like, I need to go to the gym. And so my friend and I go and we're doing RDLs. We're hitting legs because I love a good leg day. And she's like, hey, can you add a 10? And I'm like, yeah, of course. And so we're hitting RDLs and she puts on like an extra 20 pounds to her weight. And I go and I reach for it and I pick it up and I just get shooting pains through my whole back when I wasn't experiencing any pain, 20 pounds lighter. And I picked it up and I held it there for a second. And I was like, this is gonna be so embarrassing if I put this down and I say, cause we're the same like size, this girl who I go to the gym with and I, like we're the same size, we're moderately the same strength. She can push a little more in certain things, I can push a little more in certain things. But with this exercise, like we can push pretty much the same. So if she can push this much, I can push this much is how my mentality goes. But I hold this weight up and it's like, a hundred and something pounds not quite a hundred and thirty-five I think it'd be 115 so not important but I'm holding this weight up and I'm not starting my rep yet because I'm just thinking about how embarrassing it's gonna be when I put this down and then also how embarrassing it's gonna be when I collapse from the pain and so I put the weight down I put it down and I was like, hey, can you help me take these tens off? I can't do it today. And while that hurt the living fuck out of my ego, as soon as I did it and I started doing the reps with the lighter weight, I was so fucking grateful because not only was I not in pain, but I respected a limit for my body, which I haven't in a long time. I was raised on like soccer and swim and just sports in general that have kind of implied that the whole mind over body is the solution to everything and your mind will quit a lot earlier than your body will so just keep pushing your body and just this toxic i don't want to say i don't want to use the word toxic lightly but it is a toxic mentality and while it's true when you're being like a competitive athlete I'm just a 21-year-old bitch, you know? Like, Delaney is not gonna judge me for going down in weight. And if she does, I'm not gonna have to hear about it. Like, that doesn't have anything to do with me. Like, her thoughts about me don't interest me in this way, you know? And so, I went down in weight, and it was really hard on my ego. And it ended up being the best thing I could have done for myself as of yesterday and so i wanted to bring up that aspect and just like my personal experience with that because i do feel like it's a pretty common thing to undergo especially if you're into any kind of competitive anything because comparison is the thief of joy and if your body is telling you something there's nothing you can compare your body to because it's yours entirely moving on to the mental i feel like it's pretty similar with the whole comparison thing especially being in 
college I and bio as a major because it is just really damn competitive. Like we all want to be better than each other and the people who don't want to be better than each other are like cooler and more laid back and so they're better than you in like a different way. And so everything just always feels like a competition all the time. It's a little brutal. And so same rules apply. Comparison is the thief of joy. If you got a 96 and you're super proud of it, but the girl next to you got a 98, don't get pissy that you could have gotten a 98 because clearly you couldn't. Like you did your best. If you didn't do your best, it's a different story, but you did your best and your best is a 96 and you were proud of that before. So stay proud of it. And similarly with mental health, for instance, once again, you know, I love an example. Marissa is my best friend and she is actually the strongest person I've ever met in my entire life. And unfortunately, there's always something happening in her life that could be detrimental to her mental health or to her health in general. Something's always going on, whether it's like work or whatever. And so she just pushes through, always. She will always find a way around it. She will always find a solution. She will always be stronger than whatever is trying to oppress her. She is genuinely one of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life. The most inspirational woman. Like, she, she's everything to me. But, <laughs> because she's everything to me, because I'm so involved in her life, because I'm so concerned about her and her well-being, and I know all these things, when she can get through something, I'm like, oh, then I need to get through whatever's going on in my life too. If she can get through this, I certainly have to get through whatever I'm going through. And that is, that is not how that works. And she reminds me of this often. And Tracy has to remind me of this often as well. And they, Tracy loves to say that we don't monopolize emotions which is something I've had to learn and it has been a learning curve, let me tell you. But basically what she means by this is that just because one of us is going through something doesn't mean that the rest of us can't also be going through something. And if one person's sad, that means that we can all be sad. Like one person doesn't have the right for all sadness for the rest of the day or the rest of the week or whatever, you know? and. For some reason, this was groundbreaking for me because in my head, I'm just like, oh, if they're sad, like I'll give them their moment. They can be sad or they can be upset or they can be like super happy. So I'm not going to be sad. Or if they're super happy, like I don't want to like bring them down by being happy about like my own personal things. Like I want them to enjoy their moment, you know, which to an extent is correct. Like don't take away from people's moment, obviously. But in that same regard, um, their experiences don't diminish yours and that is still something that I'm working on learning and it's really difficult for me and I'm so lucky to have some of the best friends in the entire world to help me get through this like mental battle of figuring out how to properly human but as far as emotional well-being is know your limits know the boundaries like know that sometimes the boundaries that you think exist don't like be able to take enough steps back to see the big picture and be like just because tracy is going through a traumatic time doesn't make my like struggling with school 
any less important. And it sure as shit doesn't mean I can't talk to her about it. She's going to want to hear about it. She's going to want to be there for me. Maybe not in the exact instance that she's telling me something god awful. Like if she's like, my puppy died. She doesn't have a puppy, so this is fine. But if she's like, my puppy died, I'm going to be like, oh my god, yeah, like I got to be on a test. No, that is not what I'm talking about. That is not what I mean whatsoever. So please do not misconstrue that. But a few hours later, if something does come up and you're like, hey, I know you're going through something. Can I just talk about what just happened to me, though? Because I'm not handling it very well. A good friend is going to say absolutely. A good friend is going to make sure that you feel safe and comfortable, like expressing your emotions and to know that you have a support system. And sometimes your friends aren't going to have the bandwidth for it. And that doesn't mean that they're bad friends just means that they have a boundary within themselves that they are letting you know how what their body is telling them they can handle and you have to do the same if you have one friend who's always telling you something like oh my god like my boyfriend just cheated on me but i'm gonna stay with him or oh my god I, like he i know he did it again but like you know he bought me flowers so it's fine but i just need to tell you how much it's hurting me and at some point you're just like oh my god like i can't fucking handle this like I can't handle her continuing to go back to this guy who's hurting her. I just cannot hear about it. Like, it's making me angry. It's altering my mood. It's making me an, a more upset person. Then you don't have to tell them, like, hey, like, break up with your shitty boyfriend or I'm done. No, that is not what I mean once again. And I'm sorry to use so many examples as well as examples of what I don't mean, but I really want this to come across clearly that if you're feeling this way, the best way to handle it, like, this is your body telling you, I'm going to start resenting my friend. You don't want to start resenting your friend. So listen to your body. As soon as you think this is the case, tell them like, hey, I know you're going through a lot right now. I just need you to know that I'm emotionally struck. Like, I do not have the bandwidth. I do not have the patience or emotional energy to be a good friend in this way right now. So while I love you and while I hope that everything's okay and while I'm so sorry that this is your situation, I just can't talk about it today or I can't talk about it this week. Like give yourself time, put space between you and this topic. Or if you have that kind of relationship with your friend, just be like, hey, like I've told you to break up with this guy like six times and you keep making decisions that are hurting yourself. And so I can't continue to talk about him with you because it's hurting my feelings. It's hurting my like emotional well-being that you're disregarding my opinion and especially when it's in your best interest. So I can't keep talking about this guy. And if they don't respect that, then you have bigger fish to fry. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, uh, if, if they're just like, well, you don't get it. Like, then <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm sorry, but you might have to just like, you know, reverse yourself out of there. Um, that's a really unfortunate situation. But if you are any kind of grown, hopefully that is not the case and they will respect the fact that you can't deal with that right now. Okay, and the last thing I'm gonna talk about is just gonna be, overall limits and boundaries with time and like time in the sense of like work and everything so as we know time is a man-made construct just kidding we're not going in that direction with this but you only have so many hours in the day right 
and a lot of those hours are predisposed to certain activities. For instance, school, work, driving to school, driving to work, homework. Um, if you have like planned activities with friends, like there's this phrase that everybody has the same 24 hours in a day and that's just absolutely untrue because seven of my 24 hours of a day are going to be in classes and 10 of them need to be sleep or I'm going to hate myself and then at least one has to be in the gym because otherwise my ADHD becomes unmanageable and so I'm already down however many hours from the guy who's living at his parents house and doesn't have to work and main like source of income is selling feet pictures you know like him and I do not have the same 24 hours in a day just like I definitely don't have the same 24 hours in a day as a mother are you kidding me their 24 hours aren't even their 24 hours usually and so that's not fair and I just want to acknowledge that right now but within the time that you do have I think it's important to set up boundaries as soon as you recognize that something isn't right. So for me, I got my second job and I thought everything would be fine, but I realized that the I was working every single day. Like I was working seven days out of the week, um, some double, like I was working both jobs and going to school all in the same day. And I was just so burnt out and I was like, oh, okay, so like I'm unwell, like, I'm tired and while both jobs were fine and like while I could handle it it was really impacting my quality of life because someone would be like hey do you want to go out hey do you want to um, come over and like have dinner do you want to get breakfast together do you want to do this do you want to do that do you want to do whatever I would be like oh sorry like I'm just like too tired because I'd listen to my body and and my body was like no girl like you need to rest, like you need to sit, you need to be alone for a moment, you need to do this. But then I'm also not listening to my body in the sense that I still wanted to go out and do these things. I wanted to hang out with my friends. I want to go out to party, but when I have to wake up at five in the morning, I can't. And so listening to one part of myself made it so that I was ignoring another part and I couldn't find the balance between them because the only part that I was prioritizing was prioritizing my body's physical needs and that isn't enough. And so eventually it took everything that happened this weekend and this whole issue for me to actually zoom out and quit one of my jobs and make the time to enjoy life and even then like everything is a little different now so I don't even know if I can fully do that but we're getting there and everything will work out because it always does it literally does not have a choice but to work out um but I quit one of those jobs because I was just like I'm stretched too thin I can't do this and it's severely deteriorating like the way in which I am going about my life and I have maybe one month left living in San Diego and I do not want to spend it being a workaholic because while that's my nature to work super hard all the time, be better than other people, rah rah, it's not sustainable 
because at the end of the day, while I am a workaholic, while I am the person that I am, I'm also a human being. And so I have to human being, not human doing, not human working, not human anything else. Like I, I need to just be, I need to chill out. I need to give myself room, give myself time to figure out exactly what I need because I can't listen to my body and mind and well-being if everything else in my life is so loud. And I think that we all kind of find ourselves in positions like this where we're like, okay, life is too loud, so let me fill up my entire schedule with other things to do so that I don't have to hear the loudness going on so that I can tune it out. And then we find ourselves in a whole new mess of sound because we've chosen to fill up our schedules to the very brim, to the brink. And it's hard and something that I think I'm gonna have to keep working on for the rest of my life. I think it's something that everybody has to work on for extremely prolonged periods of time because it is just a learning curve and it's a lot to listen to, but it's important to listen to it as well as the fact that if we don't, it's gonna it's gonna show you one way or another. If I can tell you anything from my experience this past week, if you don't listen to what your body needs, what your life needs, God, the universe, someone will fucking show it to you right in your face. And um, you don't wanna be forced into that corner. Let's just, let's just keep it at that. You know what I'm saying? That's been my phrase lately. You know what I'm saying? I just think, I think it, uh, does exactly what it should because don't you know what I'm saying like am I speaking to the oblivion right now like are you hearing what are you picking up what I'm putting down okay starting to get a little weird I will go ahead and cut this episode off then thank you guys so much for listening if you guys have any questions comments concerns feel free to tweet me at lizard underscore hours rate the podcast um I think that's all I really would appreciate if you guys did i'm really glad you're here i super duper hope you like the song um and yeah have a great rest of your week i hope i really hope i talk to you soon love ya <laughs>